You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. choose courage or you can choose comfort. You can't choose both. Those were the words of Brene Brown. Have you ever noticed how often God calls people out of their comfort zone? I think about Moses. He was out tending sheep and God says, I want you to lead my people out of slavery. And Moses starts making excuses. He says, God, this is out of my comfort zone. I, I, I can't speak so well. I think about Nehemiah being in the king's palace, and and God says, I want you to get out of your comfort zone, and I want you to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. I I think about Jesus using a bunch of uneducated disciples and and saying, I want you to go spread the gospel, even being persecuted. I, I think about Paul, the people that he persecuted, now he's preaching the gospel to. And time and time again, we see that God calls us out of our comfort zone. Now, some of us this morning, we like our routines, don't we? We we like to know what to expect. We often eat the same things over and over. At the Morgan House on Sunday nights, we're going to be eating pizza. Whether it's frozen pizza we warm up or we're going to get pizza from Domino's. But that's our routine. That's our schedule. We often wear the same things over and over again. Now, others of you, you're a little bit more on the spontaneous side, right? You like to try new food. You like to explore new places. You you don't take the same path to work all the time, like you're always trying to change things. Maybe during this time of COVID-19, you've rearranged your house. Maybe you've painted the house some different colors. You, You like to be spontaneous. And so I want you to take a moment and say, hey, I'm more on the routine side, or I'm more on the spontaneous side, or maybe... You say, I'm kind of in the middle. I like a little bit of routine, but I also like to be a little bit spontaneous. I like to try new things. God wired us in different ways, hasn't he? He's wired us in different ways. And I don't think it's bad to, like a, uh, bad to have a routine. I don't think it's bad to be spontaneous. I think that we're all reflections of God. But one thing that is pretty clear to me in Scripture is that God often calls us out of our comfort zone. And even though many of, many of you are spontaneous, we like to choose when we're spontaneous. We, we, we like to say, hey, you know what? If I'm going to go skydiving and I'm scared of heights, at least I'm choosing this. Well, COVID-19, we didn't choose this. And many of us were out of our comfort zone and, and we don't know exactly what to do. And, and it's frustrating. There was a couple that God let out of their comfort zone. It's, the story is found in Genesis chapter 12. The story of Abraham and and Sarah, or Abram and Sarai. Uh, And and basically what God says is, hey, I want you to leave everything. And and I I want you to move. And so if you have your Bibles, Genesis chapter 12, I'm going to read verses 1 to 3. It says, the Lord said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives, and your family, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. Now, let me remind you. They didn't have cars. They didn't have movers, or they, didn't, you, they couldn't call the local movers. They didn't have U-Hauls. So this was going to be a big deal. 
and says, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. You will be a blessing to others, and I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you uh, with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. And verse 4, go ahead and highlight it, underline it, uh, the first part of it. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed. He, he obeyed God. Can you imagine Abram's conversation with Sarah? Hey, uh, tomorrow we're moving. Where are we going? Uh, God's leading us to, to Canaan. But I don't know any details. I just know he told us to go and we got to pack up. Can you just imagine what her facial expressions would have been at that time. And, and, and not only do they get the news that they're moving, but God says, I want to make you into a great nation, Abraham. And his wife was barren. They were childless. She's in her 60s. He's in his 70s. He says, hey, your wife's going to become pregnant. Now, if you fast forward in the story, we're going to see that Abraham and and Sarah, got, they got a little frustrated with this, and they came up with their own plan instead of waiting on God. But, but their life was totally disrupted. They were thrown out uh, of their comfort zone. And, and how, did they, how did they do this? How, how did they keep on working through being outside of their comfort zone? I, I think part of the answer is found in Hebrews 11, uh, verse uh, 8. It says this, it was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And when, even when he reached the land that God promised him, he lived there by faith. There's that key word, faith. He's, he's trusting God. He's leaning into God. For he was like a foreigner living in tents. And, and so what we see here is Abram trusted God. He, he didn't understand all the details. God didn't give him all the details. He was outside of his comfort zone, but he says, God, you know what? You, you're saying to do this? I'm going to do it. Now, Abraham wasn't perfect. If you look at his life story, there were times that he had a lot of faith, and there was times that he didn't have so much faith. But here's the thing about God. God doesn't call you out of your comfort zone and then leaves you alone. He still guides us. He's still there walking with us in those times that we're in the deep water. In fact, Psalm 32, 8 says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise and watch over you. He will guide us. He will watch over there, over you. He'll be with you and he's with you right now. And if you feel like you're in deep water right now and you're frustrated and you feel overwhelmed and, and all of this stuff is just kind of on your last nerve, God is with you. He's guiding you. Now, I think many of us, we want God to guide us, but there's also a lot of these other voices that says, hey, I'll guide you. Fear says, hey, let me guide you through this process of you being outside your comfort zone. Your feeling says, hey, I'll guide you and you can trust me. Maybe logic says, well, just give me the facts. Let me look at the facts and I'll guide you. Maybe pleasure says, hey, I'll guide you. Let's just have a good time in all of this. The news media says, hey, listen to me. I'll give you all the information that you need. And we're bombarded with all of these messages, all of these voices that says, hey, I want to guide your life. But at the end of the day, 
there's one voice that we need to listen to, and it's God's voice. But how can we hear God's voice? How can we let God guide us? Well, I want to give you three different ways that, that I listen for God's voice. First of all, it's God's Word. I, when I'm trying to make a decision, when I'm going through especially, especially times like this, I, I turn and I say, hey, what does God's Word have to say about this? And sometimes it gives me a very clear answer, and sometimes I have to look for principles for the situation I'm going through. For instance, right now, if you look in, in the Bible, you don't see COVID-19, but you do see certain principles here. You, you see principles saying not to worry, that God is in control, that we can trust God through times like this, that He hasn't abandoned us. It, it teaches us how to love even in difficult times. And so I use God's Word to, to guide me. I, I also spend a lot of time praying. And, and, and I talk to God and I say, God, I don't understand everything. I don't know what to do. But not only do I make requests, but I'm also listening. And I'm saying, God, show me. I, I don't want to do all the talking. Speak to me. And then the third way that, that I let God guide me is through wise counsel. I have some godly men and women in my life that I turn to and I say, hey, I'm trying to make this decision in my life. What, can, can you give me some guidance? Can you give me some wisdom? Can you give me some discernment as I'm navigating this? And, and I would just encourage you, if you don't have some godly counsel in your life, to, to find those people. And if you are one of those wise, godly people, can I encourage you to invest in others? Because we all need wise counsel in our life. And, and many times we get some clear guidance that way that God uses other people to speak. And, and so I want to I take us to the next step, though. So what happens when God throws us into the deep water outside of our comfort zone? What, what if God says, hey, I want you to take your stimulus check that you just got deposited, and I want you to give it to someone that's in need, someone that doesn't have a job. And, and, and part of these voices are saying, hey, um, what if you lose your job and fear speaks up? Or, or part of it says, pleasure speaks up and says, well, you could use that for a nice vacation. Or, or maybe you're thinking, you know what? My minister needs a new toupee. He needs some hair, and, and that's what I was going to use the money for. We, we can come up with all of these different things, but, but sometimes God says, hey, I want you to take courage. I want you to trust me, and I just want you to go help people. And that may be where God's guiding some of you. God might be saying, I want you to lead a digital small group, a digital Bible study. And some of you may be like Moses. and like, God, I... I'm not so good with leading Bible studies. I, I don't know the Bible that well, or I don't know technology. And God says, oh, you, you can get help. You can get wise counsel. People can help you do that. I, I want you to do this. You know people that need to hear about, about God. Maybe and God is, is calling you to just call and encourage people. And, and some of you, that's out of your comfort zone because uh, you're pretty much a homebody and, and you don't like to really talk to other people. But God's saying, hey, I want you to call. I want you to text. I want you to have conversations with other people and encourage them. Some of you, maybe God's encouraging you to put him number one in your life. And you're resisting. You're like, no, I, I like the way that I'm living my life to a certain degree. I, I like calling the shots. And, and God might 
caused me to give up certain things that I really like doing. But God keeps on knocking on the heart or on your heart saying, hey, when, when are you going to let me in charge? And for some of you, maybe God's guiding you toward being baptized. And, and you've resisted and you've heard us talk about baptism, about how it's, uh, how it's making a public declaration, saying, hey, I want to follow Jesus. And, and you've heard us talk about Acts 2.38. We've, and, and we've talked about how it represents the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And, and some of you keep on resisting, even though God's guiding you in that direction. And God often calls us out of our comfort zone so that we can have an opportunity to trust and lean on Him more. I, I read this quote this week that was just uh, very convicting to me. It says, don't ask God to guide your path if you're not willing to move your feet. Don't ask God to guide your path if you're not willing to move your feet. If we ask God to guide us, then we must be willing to obey. And so I want to encourage you today. Where is God guiding you? And will you move your feet? There's one last way that I, I hear God's voice often. And, and, and that's at the time of communion. The time that we're about to have. And communion is so special to me because I think it's at that moment that I'm just quiet and I listen and I think about Jesus on the cross and I think about Jesus's life. And it's in that moment that so often God begins to show me different areas in my life. He convicts me of my sin. He says, this week you haven't been really loving to your kids or your wife. You've been selfish. And he begins revealing those things. But then sometimes he also guides me in a, in a certain way. He says, hey, I want you to call this person. I want you to encourage this person. I want you to go help this person. And sometimes he says, hey, I want you to get way out of your comfort zone. I began thinking about Jesus dying on the cross. And I think, oh, Jesus, I don't really like being out of my comfort zone. And, and then it dawns on me how far Jesus was outside of his comfort zone. And me being out of my comfort zone is not even a tenth of what Jesus did for me, being outside of his comfort zone. And so would you take this moment to take the bread and take the juice and remember Jesus' death, his burial, his resurrection? Would you take a moment to listen to his voice?